Welcome to the inaugural podcast, Artifactual Journey, with your host, Philip J. Merrill. Today, we are excited to be with a descendant, yes, a descendant of the 1851 Christiana Resistance, and his name is Arthur Henry Page. Welcome to our podcast. Good morning. It's a delight to be in your presence. Uh, I just want to say that a couple years ago, Divine Providence was with us. We were visiting the Xerxes Hotel, a... Uh, Underground Railroad Center as a part of the National Underground Railroad Network to Freedom and I, I was able to meet you and we connected over a rare controversial image of Matilda Hilton uh, taken by A. McCormick of Oxford and Chester County, Pennsylvania. And Arthur, could you tell me your feelings when I went to the vehicle and pulled out an image of one of your relatives? Uh, I was really excited because I had saw a picture of a photograph with the family of my great 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 grandfather, grandmothers, and some of my relatives. And when you brought the pilgrim, I said, oh, I know who that is. That's Peter Woods's daughter, Matilda. And, That's the youngest daughter. And you, in your wildest dreams, couldn't imagine that on that 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 faithful Saturday that some stranger was going to walk up and have one of your relatives in the car, could you? No. The thing about it was that I had just recently found out about my family. So, so is that not the divine order, or the divine hand of providence working with us? Well, there's a saying, pooch out, pooch out you. No coincidence, no story. Oh, say that again, please. Pooch out, pooch out you. I love it. And what, what language is that from? That's Chinese. That's Chinese? That's Chinese. I, I'm going to remember that if I could enunciate right. it in the future. No, no coincidence, no story. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. So in, in talking, I, I, I hear you mention Peter Wood. Uh, could you talk to me about uh, your direct connection to Peter Wood? Uh, I had set out on trying to ascertain some of my family uh, lineage from Westchester. And as a result of finding out that uh, th th my relatives were born in Westchester, my grandfather was a, was a was born there, and that his mother' name was Elizabeth. And so when I looked at the, the searched out the records, they, they had her father's name was Peter Woods, and that he was a veteran and he was buried in Ackland Cemetery in Ackland, Pennsylvania. So I came up here to locate the grave, and in finding out, finding that grave, I was directed to Christiana. All right, to find out his involvement in Christiana. So why don't you say that Chinese phrase again, please? Pu chow, pu chow chu. That's appropriate for what you were doing at the time, was it not? Right. I was, I was trying to play the part of a history de detective. And the, the, the research steps, what led you to Westchester? Was it family folklore, or were you at the, the, the archives or the historical society? What steps did you do to help uncover... Uh, that Peter Wood were, was interred at, at Glen and, and, and one thing led to another and so forth. Okay, finding out, the, the whole thing was my uncle and I had went down to Westchester. Your uncle's name? Is Ronald Johnson. Ronald Johnson, okay. Ronald B. Johnson. Ronald B. B. Johnson. Yes. Get it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so we set out to, to go to Westchester to find out about the location of the family they would always would refer to it as going to the farm. Going to the farm? Going to the farm. They would leave from Westchester 
from Atlantic City to go to Westchester to go to the farm. And where was the alleged farm actually situated in Westchester? Uh, on Gay Street, I think it's 20, 21, 24 Gay Street, Westchester. And isn't that across from a noted uh, Harlem Renaissance painter and a World War I soldier? Horace Pippen. What another fabulous <laughs> story. When you went to the property, uh, talk to me about that experience. Okay, we went to the, we, my, my uncle and I, we just couldn't, couldn't fathom this being a farm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a, a row house in Westchester, and uh, there was a little plot of land in the back, right? And, and so my, my uncle was saying, well, this is what they used to refer to as the farm, and they had a cow over here. And, and so he never visited the, the, the farm because he was the youngest baby. And by that time, something had happened. It was a schism in the family. Mm, sure. And my grandfather forbid anybody to come down there. And that grandfather's name was? Uh, Eugene Johnson. Eugene Johnson. Did either one of you have the courage to knock on the door to ask the current uh, occupants, could you uh, come inside or walk on the property? No. No, because it was an apartment building. It had been converted by this time into an apartment building. Okay. And so we, I didn't really want to knock on anybody's door, but we was going to go to the, uh, uh, the records of deeds and see who owned the property. Sure, you were going to do a, um, a, 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 deed research. a deed research and title to figure out the names of the people that had the property after your relatives. Right. How, how exciting. Okay. Let, let's circle back to how we get to... Uh, the Zercher Hotel here in Christiana. Um, when you were at the Atlin Cemetery, which is very close to where we are doing this podcast today, when you saw the headstone of uh, the USCT Peter Wood and his wife and, and children, share with me the, the immediate feelings that you had. Well, we had always been told that Peter Wood played a very significant part in the uh, military, uh, the black soldiers being incorporated in the Civil War. And so when seeing his headstone, that just certified that yes, he was a hero. So did you grow up uh, hearing this or you did not hear this until you became an adult within your family uh, folklore? No, because my mother used, my mother being the oldest member of the family. And her name? Lorraine. Johnson at that time, okay. Lorraine Harris now. Okay, but uh, she would always tell us about going to the farm, mm. right? And she would always tell us about having uh, a relative that was involved in the Civil War. And in telling that story, did she ever connect Peter Wood to the 1851 Christiana resistance? No, and that's an interesting thing because I, I suspect that because of the connotations associated with the Christiana riot, my grandfather didn't choose to, to respect that. Okay, now what's interesting with that is um, decades later, uh, there's books that have been put out, one by the um, Russo family dealing with Hensonville. Uh, uh, there was Pauli Mary uh, put out a book called Proud Shoes, and there's Ella Forge's book, uh, that's entitled, But We Have No, no Country. country. Mm. In these books, you can glean information that says that it was a, a, a sense of pride that the black folk in the surrounding area of Oxford, uh, Westchester, uh, Christiana, 
had with regard to the Christiana resistance of 1851. Often the elders would run and pull out a news clipping and it's almost as if they felt as though their own relatives were actively involved in this. So it's kind of interesting to hear that your family never talked about that the same Civil War soldier was also a part of the Christiana resistance. Not only the Christiana resistance, but the Underground Railroad. Well, would you like to make that connection for us, please, if well, you can? Yeah. I, I found out after finding out about Christiana and his involvement with the Christiana uprising that he was also part of the Underground Railroad. You know, at, at 17 years old, being involved in the Christiana uprising, uh, that, that to me just said that he had a strong sense of community. And then I read in, in the book, one of the books that was, read, that was written about it, that he used to spend a lot of time at, the, at, at, at William Parker's house, absorbing all the information about the struggle. How, how powerful is that? <laughs> that to me just solidified his commitment to freedom. And have you shared this with um, younger members of your family? Uh, I immediately tried to get them all together and give them all the information that I had received. How was that received? It was received enthusiastically and welcomed with uh, excitement for more. And not all families have such uh, powerful descendants. And I'm always excited when I get to meet uh, a person that's family played a role in something that is uh, impactful in the history of America. To me, I would just be doing somersault, jumping up and down, acting like a hyperactive preteen if uh, <laughs> someone in my family came and said, I need to share this with you. What what a, what, what an awesome connection, is it not? Well, they told me to, to calm down. Right, right. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question. Are you yourself a veteran of any wars in the, in America? Uh, I'm a veteran of the United States Air Force peacetime. Peacetime, what right. were the years? Uh, from 1956 to, 1956 to 1958. Okay, so with that said, you really have a, a sense of kindred spirit to Peter Wood and his USCT activity, correct? Yes, very much so. And and what are you wearing today? Uh, this is a, uh, a Union cap. That you proudly wear, don't I'm you? Proudly wearing it. No matter no matter what part of the country you're in, is that not correct? I don't care where I go. They lost, we won. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> they lost, we won. Okay. Now, let me. I got to tell you this. Please, please do. Please this do. is one of the things that I think that was the selling uh, argument with Frederick Douglass to, to, to President Lincoln, that if he wanted to win the war, that he would have to use the colored troops, right? Not only he said to use them to because they, they want to fight in the war, but you want to fight because you want to save the country. They want to fight because they want freedom. Freedom, yes. Well stated, well stated. And in that state of Pennsylvania, you see a strong number of uh, colored folk that enlisted in the war and some of that can be attributed to Douglas's efforts in the area. Right. And uh, we were just uh, at Hosanna uh, in Oxford looking at the USCT that interred there. And that led us to find uh, Matilda Hilton, uh, who was formerly Matilda Cunningham Woods, the daughter of Peter Woods, who she and her husband, Alfred, are interred there. And right here, we have a never-before-seen by the public, an original certificate 
number 2351, I, J.B. Rendell, that will be John Ballard Rendell, who goes on to become a professor and president of Lincoln University in Oxford, Pennsylvania, hereby certify that on the 6th day of January, 1891, at Lincoln University, Pennsylvania, Alfred P. Hilton and Matilda Woods were by me united in marriage. How powerful is that? That is, to me, is awesome because I, I went to Lincoln University in search of finding some documentation for Matilda. And I didn't know that it was Lincoln University because what had happened was when I looked at the deed of Peter Woods, he said he had bequested his, his property, he sold it to Matilda, right, for a nominal fee of one dollar. And I thought it was that he had did, did what he did because it was the preservation of his involvement with Christianity that Lincoln University was a historical institution. And I got down there and found out that it wasn't that at all. That Lincoln University is the city, a, a, a property right. that is Lincoln. You know? They have their own post office and uh, it's referred to as the village. As it's the village. adjacent to the university. Right. And that's when I found out that uh, Matilda's husband, uh, father, had purchased the land across the street from Lincoln University, which had on it ample uh, uh, trees. Right, which he sold to the university for firewood and for other carpentry building purposes, but also that it had a brickyard on it. And the brickyard is where he forged the bricks that became the buildings for Lincoln University. So when you see this intersectionality, is your head spinning? I mean, you know, how are you able to uh, comprehend all this uh, newfound knowledge and excitement and, and connectivity? Uh, I guess wanted more of it. So here we come into the scene, <laughs> and we are actually bringing you more of it. Right. Uh, and this podcast is it's called An Artifactual Journey, and the journey is that we were able to find these items online at an auction, research them through uh, Ancestry.com, through uh, various other uh, resources such as the Chester County Historical Society, uh, as well as various reference books that will be posted um, uh, at the end of the podcast so anyone can go to these books to learn more like, like we were able to and then to connect it to a real person. Right. In our wildest dreams, I never thought that we would find someone that was directly connected to uh, Matilda and more importantly to Matilda's father, Peter. Now let's go back to Peter for a minute. Off the... Uh, record we were discussing the issue of identity of Peter being identified as Wood and then Woods with an S. Would you like to talk about that for a moment? Uh, I was told by a person that assisted me in the archives in Westchester uh, and I don't recall his name. Was it Cliff? Cliff. Yes. <laughs> Cliff, okay. And he assisted me very, very admirably. Uh, he would not tire in finding out what my connection was to Peter Wood. Nor, say that again. Please say that again. That he would not tire. And you should not tire, and we will not tire, and we want to put that out there to the listening audience. You should not tire in your efforts to uncover the truth and connections to your ancestors. Right. And so what he did, 
he, 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 drew, he drew my attention that even on census in some areas it would be listed as Peter Woods and then on other documentation it would be Peter Woods. He said if you can verify that they're one and the same then it doesn't matter how that spelling right. occurs. That there will be events that will connect them. And how he did that for me was with his veteran burial certificate. Mm. So you feel confident as does Cliff that we are talking about the one and the same uh, Peter Wood from the U from the color USCT uh, and the Christiana and the Christiana and the Christiana uprising. Yes. Uh, one of the things that really did it was when I actually found and put my foot on the soil of his where his farm used to be. And where was that? <laughs> right up in this area. It's in in Sudbury. In Southbury and Sudbury. Right. And uh, is it owned by descendants or Amish or Mennonites or well, you don't know who owns no, it? No, I don't know who owns it because the, 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 the so you were illegally trespassing, huh? You were illegally trespassing. I even picked up a rock and said I held a piece of the house. I'm surprised you didn't um, <laughs> dig up a little soil and take it with you and put it in, put it in your car and go back home. No, there were too many corn crops. Uh, okay. <laughs> But I was looking for a foundation rock of the house because we, sure. we ascertained where the house was actually located at. What, what a spiritual journey that was. You've just been on one journey after another after another. Right. How, how exciting. Uh, what, what would you like for the audience to get from your experience in this ancestral journey, artifactual journey, oral history, and just trying to reclaim our role in American history? Uh, probably the most significant thing was that the verdict was uh, accompanied with a statement that I cannot find these people guilty of any crime. They were only exercising their right for freedom. That to me says a lot about what they were involved in. Uh, I myself can understand having been raised up in the Jim Crow era knowing how it felt to be persecuted and then finding that my relatives would fight for their freedom and stand behind that even undergo the trial of treason and from what I understand that when they were in more mincing prison in Philadelphia they would pray so vermintly that people would stop on the street to hear them and listen to their prayers. What a testimony. What, what a story, what a testimony, what a family history. I, I just, uh, you, you're leaving me speechless, and uh, I hope that uh, we can get together with you again uh, on future podcasts of Artifactual Journey to discuss some other exciting aspects of the Arthur Henry Page journey in American history. Well, I, I look forward to it. Thank you very much. Thank you. you have a blessed day. <laughs> All right.